the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, and a beautiful day here at Millburgers, wind out of the south. I think that's good. <laughs> I my windows down. Yeah. Did you wash the truck? No. You didn't use those coupons that you it, got? It's going to be so, the rain's going to be so hard. Yeah. I almost didn't fill up my bird bath. Well, wow. I, hope, gonna, I hope you're right that the uh, rain's going to be a lot of rain. Jerry's predicting a lot of rain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just quote him on that. Calvin, yeah, there there's something right there. I felt it. I felt a drop. Calvin is uh, answering a question off the air, and we welcome your calls at 210-308-8867. I have a feeling I'm going to get yelled at. I forgot Uh-oh. to send James his uh, the thing from Mark, and he's on the line at two one zero. He'll come up here and I know. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? How you doing? Good. Maybe he forgot. James, how can we help you today? I got a question about uh, growing tomatoes in the, the uh, greenhouse. Okay. Will the tomato transplants grow faster in the ground? Or will they grow faster in a container, depending, uh, uh, will one, uh, will the container be uh, warmer, or will the ground be warmer? No, container. Uh, Those black plastic pots, uh, they grow faster in the container. Now, if they're they're in good potting mix, and uh, they're fertilized well. But I'd use Osmocote on them. Your, your uh, stash of Osmocote that you have out there that you wouldn't tell me where you No, this is a different James. Is this a different James? Yeah. Okay, so I shouldn't be mad at this Don't guy. be mad at this James. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, the, those black plastic pots heat up. I tell the story about when it, we grow them in black plastic pots for the spring. And I do used to do them on TV, and I'd plant some in the soil, and I'd talk about growing them in containers in the black plastic pot. And so I'd put them on the side of the garden in full sun, and uh, we'd wait about, uh, I guess, two, week, two weeks and to revisit the ones that we'd planted and uh, pot it up. And so when it got time to do it, the ones in pots were twice as big as the ones I'd put in the ground. So I couldn't have that. 
So I'd pull the ones up uh, in the garden and plant the pots in the garden and then repot some so they'd be about the same size. But uh, no, they'll go faster. Yeah, of course. They're a little now, harder to take care of. You got to water yeah, them. Yeah, now that now that it's cool a little bit, that'll uh, give them a break from the heat of a greenhouse. A lot of people don't realize in Texas, uh, the problem with growing a greenhouse is keeping it cool from getting too hot. Oh, that uh, that's not a problem elsewhere. But it is in Texas. James, does that help you? Hello? Yes, sir. <laughs> does that help you? Well, I got one more question. The plan was to put about half of them in pots and half of them in the ground so we could have a staggered harvest from the, the greenhouse. Okay. That'll, that'll work. What, what, uh, when you plan them? Uh, they probably will go in the middle of to the last part of February. Okay, okay, it's the spring planting. Yes, sir. Okay, that'll that'll work. But you'll probably get the first tomatoes off the ones you put in pots. That's what. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, well, thanks for the information. Okay, thank you, James. Calling. You take care. Good luck. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867 is our number. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we welcome your calls. Do you want to talk about the woman that was asking you questions about dwarf trees? Yeah, well, she was. She had been resident for 30 years, but she just <laughs> she finally got an opportunity to do some gardening, and she was going to uh, cover her property with a, a lot of trees. But then, then wanted she wanted dwarf, smaller, yeah. smaller. She could. She pick. wanted a little more. She wanted more control over. Yeah. The she trees. wanted to be able to pick them without getting on a right, ladder. Right, right. Now, then, she, then she realized when she started digging that the, our soil was not as <laughs> not desirable <soil>. as <laughs> other places, um, and so that's, you know, then what we tried to explain is the, you can you you can do what she wanted to do. It just t- takes. Uh, some effort and some study, and that we mentioned plantanswers.com, a lot of information there, listening to a show like ours, and then there's books and things. But this is this is not instant. It's not not like Minnesota or uh, <laughs> Tennessee. Then it's there you, a, go. You, uh, you it's a different kind of study. But we've got lots of really skillful gardeners that are doing what she she said she wanted to accomplish, but. You we, we didn't mention blackberries. I forgot blackberries. Yeah, we could. Um, <laughs> she, um, we mentioned lemons and limes because that we do that. They're they're real small in containers, but then of course we had to bring up the fact that you got to protect them from the cold. There yeah. you go. So so there's always there's always some <laughs> issue to make uh to allow you to be successful with the, whatever your plan is. Yeah, I thought she was talking about any trees and I It kind of started that way and then uh, she went into the oh, fruit trees. Okay. But <laughs> on the citrus, you know, Trace always talks about the uh the ones that are rooted on the dragon, flying dragon. Flying dragon? No. Yeah, the walking dragon. That's it. Flying dragon. Flying dragon? Okay, rootstock. Not the walking dragon. No, no, we don't want that one if you want a dwarf <laughs> Or the that, hiding dragon. Does that help dwarf it? 
the, the if it's yeah, on that rootstock. Yeah, but still, you got to move it in. Yeah, but that, but you know, those are the the, the, the limes and the lemons on the dragon dragon rootstock. Are if you put it in a container, they stay small anyway. Yeah. So you're you're not you're not getting any kind of special dwarfing from. Yeah, you're just getting more dwarfing. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I, I had to laugh at the lady who she was talking about. She went out to dig a hole. First yeah. time she dig a hole, and she made a made a uh, hand trowel. M- yeah, a, a motion that she was using a hand trowel, one of the little little shovels. <laughs> And uh, I, I thought back, all, we always knew volunteers that would come out to the field. Uh, and we were planting tomatoes on about half an acre, uh, pro- probably uh, four or 5,000 of them. And they would get out with brand new gloves, clean gloves, and the damn trowel. And, uh, I and, and bright new <laughs> tennis yeah. shoes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, re- I remember one of those. Uh, <laughs> and I would say, no, <laughs> that's not going to work. <laughs> you will throw that trial away after you planted the first 100 or 200 tomato plants. And, uh, so, but, but I let them go ahead and try. And then they figured out that it was bigger than a trial for trial. So I don't have them in stock yet. But Uh-oh. I have a solution. Uh-oh. Uh, I can't remember if they're coming for our fall bulbs or for our spring, but I bought these, uh, for lack of a better word to put it, uh, drills or, or drill bits Yeah. that you put on your, your electric drill or battery drill. Oh, and yeah. And it makes a hole about the right size okay. for a bulb or a tomato plant. All right. Hmm. So you don't have to bend over as far. <laughs> Until you go actually put the plant in the ground. Yeah, it? it's a, it's a long, it's got a long stem on it's it. It's got right? a very long stem on it. Okay. And and uh, it's got basically a drill bit. Right? It, it's basically a very big drill bit. There you go. They're not here yet, but they well, will be. That, they will that's be soon. what we, uh, one of our volunteers at uh, my at on the uh, uh, neighborhood education resource center where. Had to plant some new trees for the permit, <laughs> and uh, we we of course, being gardener volunteers, we got our shovels out there and started digging. Yeah. Well, then we then we decided we better check and see if there's anybody that's got any kind of mechan- uh, tool, <laughs> and that, and he had a a riding kind of a, 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 a like a bobcat, yeah. but, but it was he just rode on the back of it. And he had a that big drill bit like oh, you're talking about. Yeah. And he could maneuver it. We have one of those to attach to our, one of our walk-behind bobcats. But, huh. but that's a big hole. <laughs> but even that was not real easy. No. Because no. of the rock and all that. Oh, yeah. Well, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Uh, lots of uh, activity in the pumpkin area. <laughs> oh yeah. Are those multi- are those pumpkin multiplying over there? You got the largest selection of pumpkins that you've had, I think. Mm, it's been timely. Oh okay. So I still have about twenty pallets. 
Oh my that goodness! Came in Friday. That oh, this is, on that's kind of interesting. Out. There, I was pumpkin central. I was watching uh, some of the staff kind of going back into the tunnel <laughs> to get more <laughs> more pumpkins out, and just a perpetual kind yeah, of feeding. Yeah, yeah. So perpetual pumpkin. <laughs> no, another it, pee. It's not a perpetual. Uh, so, no. I think so far. I think we're done. So okay. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get all these out, then we'll skinny up, and then if I need some more, I'll go back to the well. But okay. let's see now. <laughs> let's look here, Jerry. Is there more square footage with pumpkins on it or cyclamen on well, it? Well, the cyclamen oh. look like somebody They're bought coming. a bunch of them. They're Pum- coming later. Pum- pumpkins. <laughs> but there's a lot of cyclamen. Cyclamen move faster than the pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. And especially when Calvin's here. Did he? Did he? Did you see? Well, him? I finally, I finally I got, I got so. here early and, and snuck and bought my my cyclamen. But then he was at the when the I gate was, opened. Calvin was here. Uh, pretty he, much. He probably parked in the back and came up before we opened. <laughs> Actually, I parked in the the front temporarily because uh, I had two couple of wagons uh trailers loaded but i also couldn't resist the dianthus with those butterflies yeah they're pretty yeah they they, they do like those you're how was that was I were you here I at eight o'clock trace of course i was here well, that's what i probably think. like 801 801 okay and how was the butterfly situation uh like 20 times the population you see wow <laughs> well jerry and i always talk about dianthus and and they attract uh, butterflies but boy this is a unbelievable example because every place we look, there's blooms here. But if you you pick the hottest area, it's uh, it's got to be that uh, two rows of uh, two tables of dianthus. Yeah, need a butterfly cam. Dianthus is a good uh, is a good plant. Jerry will just turn it on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. <clears throat> yeah, see if I can look at here. Look at there. There's three three giant swallowtails right yeah. there. I don't know. Ass, he, he's so easily amused. He is. <laughs> dog, <laughs> dog fighting like the uh, hummingbirds do for there the sugar go. water. I think or, they're not fighting. So we have yes. lots of... So uh, whoever flaps <laughs> the hardest wins. What's a, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And uh, <laughs> changing the subject a little bit. I, <laughs> I went in uh, yesterday after the show to buy some of that uh, liquid fence substitute. Tell me you didn't open it up in your truck. No, uh, okay, good. no, no, no. But uh, right. I've got I got the uh, the one you rec- the one you recommend has got I, the most. I must garden. Yeah, I must garden, and uh, it has liquid fence there. But uh, the 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 I must garden group has uh, uh has more choices, and. Uh, and it doesn't make you want to throw up as bad. Wait a minute. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they've got one. Of course, I was after something that would repel deer from the uh, snapdragons that we were going to plant out there. Uh, but they also, other than just deer, they've got one for squirrels, mm-hmm. squirrels, and one for dogs and cats. Hmm. Yes, we do. And there's one for armadillos. What? What? We have an armadillo? Yeah. That ain't going to work. should be in there. <laughs> okay. Well, think about it. They, they, they work off a of smell. Yeah. If you put something smelly in front of them, <laughs> they, they can't find the grubs or the earthworms well, or whatever they're going after, so they'd rather be somewhere else. Oh. 
Milton's got an armadillo. In fact, I, I was I was walking the dog the other day after <laughs> I was it was suggested. I'll show you my armadillo picture. Um, but uh, yeah, I saw little holes about that same size throughout the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> so either this armadillo is uh, very uh, very busy, or no, we have like more a, than one. It's like a pack. Do they roam in packs? They ro- uh, Do we have like a pack of they, armadillos running I, through? The I don't think one could even see another one. Uh, <laughs> they have. Uh, they have, uh, but if you want to see the most in one spot, go walk Mankey Park. <laughs> Every time you make a turn in the little walkways, you see another armadillo. <laughs> well, if they if they dug a little deeper, it'd be a good way to yeah to your compact soil. soil for sure. <laughs> but Milton's picture was very good because he he got the. I show you the uh, picture. <laughs> I, I printed it too. Uh, he he got the uh, water hose. Yeah, in the background, where the uh, armadillo had had. Uh, radio, so, but that armadillo is not dumb. They went ahead and let it soak up uh, water, and then it was easier for them to dig. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the, well, that's what the guy who had him a couple of weeks ago, I thought, was kind of suggesting too, was that his armadillos were kind of. Coming where the ground was soft, because oh was, sure, it, yeah, sure. Well, I, and my, the ground not soft out in the woods and everywhere now because of the drought. My my most exciting experience with the armadillo was when I lived in Austin and I had the Airedales. Oh, and we we had been gone for a few days, but the kids and I and and uh, my wife and uh, <laughs> we came and there was the armadillo digging in our backyard <laughs> so of course the airedale was going well so oh I, yeah i let the airedale loose and the armadillo just nonchalantly you know didn't run very fast just went to its a, a couple Exit. lots <laughs> into the hole into the hole oh and the airedale went right in after it all right and so there i was i said oh my <laughs> lord how am i going to save that <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, Tracy. Sounds, well, like, sounds like something my Chihuahua would do. Uh, yeah, and hey, uh, so I thought uh, it'd be it'd be lost, lost forever because no. uh, armadillo is <laughs> not going to turn around. And you know, you know, uh, Greg Grant and his mother hunt those armadillos with our Jack Russell Terriers. Oh, I bet. And they go straight in the hole too. Have well, you ever wondered why a Jack Russell Terrier has a uh, small piece of tail? You don't have a complete tail. Well, that's the West Highland Terriers too. Were, yeah, and they're, they're the competition <laughs> for West Highland and West Highland Terrier quite often includes a t- tunnel. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. But you can't pull them out by the tail. You, yeah, yeah, you, you pull can. them out by the tail. That's, oh. why the, that's why they leave the tail on there. Oh, okay. Why don't they give it a big tail so you don't have to? <laughs> so all I'm getting out of that is, did you get your recipes? Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> and eat West West Highland Terriers. Huh? Well, I don't know about armadillos, but I know if you've got other pests bothering you, like ants and, and uh, oh, squirrels, raccoons, fleas, scorpions, spiders, 
roaches, skunks, skunks, Spider-Man termite and pest or termites. Spider-Man termite and pest control can help you get rid of those and keep them gone. That's what they do, and they've been doing it quite well. Go read those Google reviews. Since 1976, they have been your web of protection. What I like most is they're going to work with you and do this on a holistic approach. So they're not only spraying or putting down baits or doing whatever. They're seeing what's causing. Did he change his subject? No, 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 no. no. We're still we're still in armadillos. You just uh, stay there. You're doing yeah. fine, and um, yeah, they they look at the problem and see what's why they're coming into the house or why you're getting them, and to help you t- uh, solve that problem too. That's why you'll like Spider-Man termite and pest control. Call Warren Remy and the gang over there, two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. 210-656-3721, or you can go read those great reviews. You can see all the specials they have. You can see everything they do at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, right here at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, lots of folks here. When you come here, there's lots to do, but I want you to check out the Tree Hugger Sprinkler. You've heard us talk about it. Well, Millburgers has all sizes that you need, the 7-inch, the 11-inch, and the 15-inch Tree Hugger Sprinkler, and it's a great way to make sure that tree stays water and water properly by watering the root ball or by watering the uh, drip line of the tree. It's got a hinge on it, so it opens up. Kind of picture a C, and it closes up to an O. Can you follow that? Yeah. Oh, good. Phew. Okay. So uh, you can get the size that your tree needs. Turn it on just a little bit to water the root ball. Turn it on a lot to uh, water the drip line. But you'll find it right here, and you'll find it at the um, at HEB as well. It's Tree Hugger Sprinklers, winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New product and uh, check them out at treehuggersprinklers.com treehuggersprinklers.com all right 210-308-8867 calvin answering a question off the air what you got there and you don't oh did this man have a question (laughs) sir okay he can't hear me all right he like me he forgot it whatever oh okay uh the uh you don't have to close the I know you say you don't have to, but I want to know want people to know why it's called the hugger. Okay, so it hugs those roots. But no, you you've had but I mean you've had success in the drip line. Yeah, can't hug the drip line. No, no, yeah, you can. No, no, you can. The whole drip line, the whole drip. uh, Yeah, because it's uh, hugging the the tree, so it's spraying it all around, all out there. But you said when, if you want to open it up a little bit, still make it kind of a half circle well that's what you do but then you're only doing half the drip line it's okay no all right <laughs> i'm doing when you do when I'm you when you open it up full blast and it's wrapped around the tree it's spraying all around the tree but if it's got a large root zone it's not going to spray the outer limits of the root zone it hit, it'll go pretty far. It, I guess it depends on it. <laughs> well, but yeah. all you got to do is move it back okay. out to the drip you line can. and uh, open it a half circle. Oh. Don't, don't hug the drip line. No, you don't. You're, you're open a half te- circle, test, half test, moon. Test it at home for yourself. <laughs> I recommend 
wrapping it around the tree and turning on full blast so you get that drip line. No. It'll go, it'll go out, gosh, I think six to eight feet, um, full blast. Mine does. Maybe yours. We need to get you one so you can do it again. <laughs> the raccoons. Uh, well, I'm, I'm soaking my, okay. my roots. So. Okay. And so far, so far I've kept my uh, citrus that sprouted going uh, strong. And I know it's working to just water the base of the tree that I'm trying to say because the Asian jasmine that surrounds the tree is dying, and the tree is still thriving. All right, we have Todd on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Todd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, thanks. I'm doing well. How are you all? Doing okay. It's a little hard to hear you, Good. Todd. Uh, there you go. Oh, no. Is that better? That's much better. Okay. Uh, before I get to my question on figs, I was in uh, Crescent Bend Nature Park here out in Shirts this morning and saw must have saw uh, half a dozen uh, armadillo tracks in probably about a quarter mile uh, walk. So yeah, I was yeah. yeah, I was wondering armadillo you, tracks. Did you saw. see tracks, Milton? No, I did I not. Did. It was okay. muddy. Todd so. did. It was muddy, so I thought maybe you had seen some tracks. So you, so you saw like a running pack of armadillos <laughs> terrorizing yeah, the park, saw. and <laughs> that's right, that's right. Don't bring your small children. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> we only saw one. Uh, oh, okay. That made it, made it that was that was the there. scout. The scout was out there looking for you, and then <laughs> was going right. to report back to the rest of the pack. Did you ever try <laughs> to catch an armadillo? No. <laughs> Jerry has instructions. But well, forget, you, forget it. You will not. They just keep moving. When that when that armadillo stands up, kind of stands up and whiffs the air, uh, he's getting ready to run. And he go, they yeah. run like a freight train. I well, mean, they're whether, fast. Whether it's a person or a dog behind them, it, yeah, they just yeah. do the same. Well, what was your question, Todd? I've got a Celeste fig tree. We planted it this spring, um, and, and it's about uh, chest high, probably about four feet or so. Um, it's it's healthy except that the leaves. Probably um, maybe eight or ten leaves now are. Um, they turn yellow, and then they have, uh, like, almost like white, uh, what is white, almost like it's uh, burnt white on the edges. And uh, Was that an established so, fig plant, or did you uh, just plant it this year? Just planted it this year in February. In February? March, probably. Have you probably been March, watering it? they came out. Have you been oh, watering yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. How much, watering, how much you watering it? Um, I... I have it hooked up to a sprinkler, so probably about ten minutes. No, twice not a week. <laughs> okay. Well, the good news is, is well, the bad news is, it's probably not getting enough water. The good news is, it's uh, it's uh, the figs go figs go dormant at this time of the year. They start losing their leaves at this time of the year. But so it, okay. I don't think you've lost it. Yeah, give it, give it, give it a good. Dose though, I mean, like, like the two two hour, uh, well, an hour or so at the base with the water run. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, like I, I said, noticed it's got a couple of new figs too. Is that unusual? 
No. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, don't, they have a lot of figs. Yeah. Don't <laughs> in, count on it fall. to save you from starving. Yeah, they, they don't <laughs> ever ripen. They stay okay. green. And the, uh, the big uh, ones that are large have hundreds of figs that never ripen. And they're losing leaves, and their limbs will be full of uh, figs. But so won't ripen. Well, would that tree hugger help him with it? Yeah, or is he? Oh, yeah, that would do the job. It'll help him soak the soak roots. the roots. Yeah, but like Tanya says, no. maybe a little too late to do the right thing now as oh, far yeah. as so uh, saving those leaves. Oh, the leaves. Well, yeah, but you, you yeah. said, but you said figs are forgiving. It sounds like the plants are going to be okay. Oh, good. Okay, but uh, they they. They lose the leaves at this time of the year. What What is this time of the year, Milton? Autumn? Uh, yeah, that's autumn. <laughs> Otherwise known as fall. Yeah, the leaves fall off. So don't worry about it. You, you okay. You got a good fig there. Yeah, but yeah, okay. give, it, give it that dose. Give it a generous dose. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your help. Thanks. Oh, okay, thanks you, for you calling You take care. In. All right, that'll free up a line. At 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, that's the number to call to be a part of the show and uh, ask your gardening question. Um, uh, we need to ask Trace if the uh, bus got here okay. I don't want to say it's here if it's not here. Which uh, uh, University Health, were they oh, here? Oh, yeah, they're there. They're there? Good. All right. They were uh, there at uh, They're there at 10 o'clock. Yeah, they started at 10 o'clock. And that's the University Health has got the um, uh, their mammogram bus. It's free. Uh, they ask for an appointment, but you know what? I do know they're taking walk-ins. So if this is something that's been on your mind, come on out to Millburgers today till two o'clock. They'll be here. And so uh, you can uh, you get the double dose. You can look at the beautiful cyclamen and the other blooms and pumpkins, and also uh, have a good chance you're going to get that uh, medical attention. Yeah, there you go. So come on out here for that. By the way, you'll find out all the activities and events that are happening at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com, including the sale items every week. It changes each week and uh, changes on Wednesday. So go to millburgernursery.com where you will see it. Uh, we do need to put a butterfly cam out because, yeah, in front of us on the porch, there are, oh, man. Those swallowtails are still here, those yellow. At least a, a dozen or so. I mean, well, they. I, I suspect there's a lot of uh, their eggs on the citrus. Well, yeah. I haven't seen them because they there. seem to be in good spirits. Yeah, and yeah there's a yeah. lot of them for sure. <laughs> All right, now how's the? Uh, are we past the pecans falling? Or are they still falling? So uh, it depends. The on figs the... made me think of the pecans. I don't know why. <laughs> the fig pecan pie. Oh, fig pecan pie? Uh, yeah. Is that a thing? I think we do. I okay. think we have Is that a, a recipe? recipe? Well, I don't think the, the crop was real real good this year. Uh, did I, the drought my, not help it? Mine has small numbers, but, but I've got a little, my trees are a little earlier, and so there's, there's not much left on them <laughs> in terms of the yeah. constant. Oh, and then the, the, aphid, the yeah. aphids have obviously hit every single leaf and. <laughs> They, uh, Dr. Stein says he's a pecan grower, has an orchard next to the Medina River. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and uh, so the, those pecan trees, they're old pecan trees, have their roots in water. Yeah. And that's why he has a pecan crop every year. 
Now this year, he says the pecans are smaller. You know, they haven't uh, reached their full potential size. And, uh, but they're, they have pecans. Now he'd been watering uh, probably every week or more. But uh, he's had to water a lot. Well, t- tell him that the uh, the squirrels are finding pecans someplace to, <laughs> to put in uh, containers. Because oh, is that right? Yeah, because I I didn't I swear I didn't have that many in the trees, but they're <laughs> they're sure uh, they're finding little, some. They're little orchard managers. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They're managers. planting their own orchards. They don't know if they can depend on Calvin to take care of the tree. Yeah, do you ever water your tree, or it's not really done, not practical? I to don't. Water any, you know, I haven't wa- watered the lawn for six or seven years. I, of course, I water. I've got some, yeah. s- some gardens. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And toll free eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You answered another question off the air, Calvin. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you. You want to discuss that one, or was it private? Well, remind me what it might be. What, 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 <laughs> oh, what I was talking okay. about. You, did you remember any of these? No, I couldn't hear. We were talking. Oh. So. That's oh, okay. It must okay. have been private. It must have been. All, all I can remember. Yeah. And this is pretty sad. The last thing she said is, you know, you've been, I recognize you. You've been here forever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we used to come out here in the dinosaurs. You'd have to duck them. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, that T-Rex. He was a playful one. 210-308-8867. 210 8867. Calvin mentioned cyclamen, the dianthus, and um, yeah. Oh, the snapdragon species. Where are the snapdragons? Oh, I see Everywhere. Them. All, uh, you know, there's uh, at least three different sizes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they look very nice. The um, the, t- the taller ones, uh, the ones that start with S, what are they? Uh, sonnet. Sonnet. Yeah. Sonnets. And then there's the, the two, two miniature sizes, the ones for the real small containers and than the medium, but uh, every color you can think of, and they're all blooming, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Very attractive, looking good. Did you check out the other stuff, the stocks and all the... Uh, I know we had the stocks. Yeah, there's uh, several different... Uh, yeah. Now, Jerry always looks for the uh, doubles, doubles, and there's one <gasps> group of stocks that are, are all doubles. doubles. Ooh. Is that right? Yeah, and then, there, then there's another one in... Uh, the uh, less expensive group that are uh, not all not all doubles, yeah. but so you got you got several choices. And by the way, those snapdragons are on sale. What are they? How much? Uh, four for five dollars in the four-inch pot. I, yeah. How much is that each? Uh, Calvin Jerry is thinking. Four, <laughs> buck twenty-five. Yeah. Well, you know what else went on sale? What? Uh, and uh, today I bought my cyclamen, and they are on, they're on sale now for five for twenty five for thirty dollars. There you go. So that uh, oh the cyclamen yeah yeah, yeah it was uh, yesterday they were six ninety five and today they're six dollars a piece. 
So uh, I was listening to another radio show, and Dr. Jerry Parsons, no, I was, I was listening to Jerry the other week, and he was talking about the hospital thing. I think you talked about it, but can you grow them indoors? Can you keep them alive and thriving indoors, the cyclamen? Yes. Oh, gosh, yeah. Okay. They, were, they started out. That's what I, I heard a, you say. A florist flower. But florist flowers sometimes last a week or two, and then no, they're gone. They, yeah, that's well, not they, the case. These, their own, uh, these are on a road well, when, system. When we first started using cyclamen out, outside like this, I don't know how many years ago that was, Jerry, 10, 12, 14? <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. But, but one of, one of the, the challenges was, was we were trying to figure out how do we keep them from year to year. Mm-hmm. And so uh, t- my wife Judy t- was she she uh, kind of Fruitful. blanched at that when we got our <laughs> second mortgage in the house so we could buy all go. our cyclamen. Uh, so she s- took them inside and put them uh, by the uh, eastern exposure sunny window. Sli- yeah. yeah, and they li- they like took over the house. <laughs> oh, how cool! <laughs> they really responded and they grew and and they just got bigger and bigger and pretty <laughs> soon there was this declaration of that. Uh, uh, no more, no more. <laughs> Take them out. Take Did they out. bloom in the house for you? Uh, oh gosh, yeah, they bloom. And they weren't. They're constantly. not fragrant, are they? No, I didn't okay. notice any fragrancy. So. No. But that's cool. Okay, but so if I get a cyclamen, we can do some outside. You know, it's Elsa's doing great. It's like Milton's yard. This is the segment of the show we talk about what Milton's growing. Uh, <laughs> the vincas that they it's carried a very out from short s- part of the yes, show. Yes, yeah. it's very. This, <laughs> <laughs> the vincas are doing great. God, they're beautiful. Yeah, Vinca, uh, the ones Vinca, that lasted through the summer. Now that yeah. I guess it's a little cooler. Well, they're, they're, some of mine are starting to decline. Now, oh, not mine. I thought they Where's were uh, wil- wilting, but uh, I think there's a little aerial phytophthora getting in there with the oh. the change in the maybe due to the change. I'll in have the cool to weather take a picture of my my cyclamen, not my cyclamen, my my vinca. <laughs> I just have the one. No, we have the the red and the orange. The orange is not doing as well. But speaking of Vinca. We need to take a break. Can we take a break real quick? Give me a break. I'm going to give you a break right now. Okay. 210-308-8867. We'll be right back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right after this. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're going to get to our phone calls in just a second. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And we want to remind you the San Antonio water system wants you to know we're in stage two uh, drought restrictions. That means there are specific rules. And there's a couple reasons for you to follow the rules. Uh, One is that uh, it makes you a good water steward and the community does that. It helps us stay in stage two. You can still take care of your yard and your lawn and follow the rules. Uh, the rules how, are on um, saws.org forward slash stage two. But briefly, uh, you can water with a sprinkler um, between uh, on your designated day, which is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Um, and you can water between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. And 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. As Mark says, that and is very important. Um, the other reason is you want to avoid fines. And uh, Saws is out, and they are fining homeowners. So uh, be a good steward. Take care of your yard and avoid the fines. Learn all the rules at saws.org forward slash stage 2. And you can learn how to, 
how to do all that. Saws has put a lot of work into this, work with the community, work with garden centers. Um, a lot of citizens involved. Yep. So, and we become a model to the nation as far as uh, drought and water conservation. All right, 210-308-8867. Lloyd is on the line. Hi there, Lloyd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Hey, I've got a couple firebush plants I bought in a, in a number three plastic containers, and they were doing real good. And then the, the leaves started falling off. The leaves, you know, they're not discolored, they're not yellow or brown. But uh, every day I go out there, and, some, and a lot of the leaves have fallen off. Do you think off maybe the, overwatered them? Off the tomato plants? No, firebush. Firebush. Oh, firebush. Okay. Yeah. In uh, a number three pot. Okay. Uh, what's that? What's happened? The firebush is firebush. I never losing leaves or what? Yeah. The leaves are falling. Yeah, the leaves are falling off. Mm. They're not well, brown or yellow. They're just uh, every time I go, every time oh. I look at it, there are a few leaves that falling off. You're not you're not uh, le- watering so much that its soil stays soggy, are you? Might be. The soil's not. Yeah, the first uh, day or two I had them, they <clears throat> they didn't get enough water. And yeah, they, okay. they may be over, I may be overwatered. I think you take that to the end. Well, the, once they dry down like that, and it takes a pretty dry city. Uh, of course, these are new firebush. All right? I mean, you yeah, just they're planted three them. Gallon, okay. Those three gallon containers. Yeah, if uh, you dr- if you dry them down for, severely, uh, they they were dried out severely. It was yeah, uh, they they may drop a few leaves, but yeah. it won't kill the plant. They won't die. Are you gonna put them so in the ground? Just kind kind of let kind of let it dry, dry out in between watering, and then water it generously so that you get water come through the drip line, and then let it dry out again, and that's the best. Yeah, that's what I thought I was doing. But what I, I've got them like in one of these old uh, black pots. I had two yeah. uh, those two pots inside of it, you know, so you know it oh. looked neat that way. And uh, but I may have not let them dry out for enough before okay. I water them a second time. Yeah, uh, uh, with this hot, dry weather we've had, uh, a lot, that sne- that has sneaked up on a lot of people. Yeah, you know, they've done, uh, the firebush have done really well this year. It surprised me a little bit because some, uh, they they can get a little temperamental this time of the year. Yeah. But they've uh, fared pretty well. They've had to. I guess we're getting. They had to dry down severely. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, gotten used to all the years that we've been using them, that we've gotten used to them in containers. (laughs) Yeah. I've got one in in the ground that looks real good. But okay. But only the ones in the containers are losing the leaves, right? Right, but but it was like a month after it dried out before it started losing leaves. I mean, the bush came on and looked real good. And then yeah. about a month after it you know, dehydrated, it started losing the green leaves. Yeah, it'll do that, uh, but uh, it won't kill the plant. Uh, the top, the top leaves are okay, just the bottoms, right? Yeah, it's kind of going up the stem, really, from the bottom up. Oh, okay, that's right. 
Okay, don't worry about it. Are you going to plant them out? I don't know whether to plant them out or just keep them in a pot indoors over winter and then pull them out. Please do. Should I no. put them out now in the ground? Yeah, put them out now in the ground and uh, soak, soak water them every, uh, every three or four days. And okay. water and make sure the root ball that you that you plant is saturated with water. No, we're putting okay. it in a, put it in a bucket of water and let it saturate that root system before you put it in the hole. Okay. Okay. All right. Appreciate it'll be, a, it'll All be right. okay. Thanks for calling, Lloyd. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Got some good questions. This afternoon, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. And we'll, we'll see if we can't help you out with your gardening issues. 210-308-8867. Yeah, I'm not sure if everybody can hear it. Uh, but, yeah, lots of fun stuff happening here. Kids running around. Chasing our butterflies. They are chasing our butterflies. But that's what butterflies, the butterflies don't mind. They enjoy <laughs> yeah. being chased. When, and when they're everywhere, you can't, you, <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, which ones do I chase? You can't walk without chasing them. No, it's, huh? uh, think I ought to give uh, classes in uh, whispering. Sure. To the little ones? Yeah, that, that'll that that'll cause <laughs> years of therapy and emotional scars that just hey, don't heal. Hey, hey. All right, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir, what do you I got? I got an email yesterday. No, good for yeah. you. I'm so glad. It said uh, Vinca Decline. That's, oh, dear. That's the name of it. You are just talking about Vincas. said, I had a lot of Vinca seedlings spring up near last year's planting. I transplanted many of them into pots and other garden areas. I have two in the same pot that were doing very well, growing robustly. And now one of them has curled leaves while the other one looks great. There, I'm, I'm seeing the same uh, kind of, I never even thought of that. that I've got some that receded too, but I, I'm... I thought at first it was wilting, mm-hmm. but it's... Uh, <laughs> Um, it's our it's our aerial photophora then, and it's just <laughs> it it uh, kind of came at the same time the cool weather did. Yeah, cool weather, yeah. cooler weather thing. Yeah, <laughs> this has happened several times, both in the garden and in pots. Do you know why? Do we know why? Is it aerial aerial photographer? Yeah, aerial good, good good going, Milton. But do Cora come back true? No. Oh. They, uh, the seedlings, uh, they may be the uh, same color as the mother plant. Unpredictable, they, too. Yeah, they don't have the genetic uh, resistance that Cora uh, supposedly has. Uh, but, but anyway, see, I, I need my BB gun. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> But uh, that's what's happened. The in- interesting thing, uh, people used to say the seedlings of uh, Vinca are resistant to aerophotophora because the seedlings of Vinca will not germinate in a cold soil. So they would germinate in, in June, in time that uh, the aerophotophora couldn't, uh, couldn't be spread. Well, I know you and I had talked, this was years ago, with, uh, and some of my 
bird watching tours, I I would see these, like the Trinidad, these uh, seedlings yeah. vink out there, and I say, ah, that must be resistant to aerial <laughs> phytophthora. Yeah, that's right. And it turns out yeah. the individual plant was, but <laughs> the seeds yeah. didn't do any yeah, good. The seedlings are different. Uh, they're just like your children, Milton, right? They're different than the parents. Oh, okay. Unfo- so when he says that, he means your dog. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes not in a good way. Oh. And so uh, that's what it is. I'm not um, sure where he's going with that. No, Difficult, no, maybe? Maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> there's no cure for it. Yeah. Uh, for, for the children or for the area for, of Both. Both. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll stop trying then. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Uh, <laughs> There's no uh, so basically when you see that first wilting, take that plant out. Just take that plant out. Okay. And and enjoy the healthy plant. It was probably being sprouted anyway. Not all of them are are going too. So you just continue oh, yeah. to enjoy the ones that are are hanging on. Yeah. And and don't 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 think that you've got a resistant one that doesn't come down with aerophytophora or die. Because you haven't, it just didn't spread. One thing, one thing you could do, yeah, uh, if you want to grow the seedlings, is uh, is uh, mulch them after they after they get larger or after you transplant them, mulch around them because that that aerophytophora comes from the from the soil from soil spurs splashing upon them. Ah, wow. so it doesn't get into the mulch. No. Okay. The mulch stops them from splashing up it's just, from the soil. It's so in yes, the soil. Milton, it would get in, it would get down there. But when the water hits the mulch, it doesn't splash back up on the plant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, why would you would go through all that when you could do yeah. dianthus or snapdragons or alyssum? Uh, because well, I'm cheap. Places. I mean, I paid like a buck something for that vinca. So <laughs> I'm going to get all the use out of it I can. So, Milton, <laughs> it's time to let your vinca. Don't even say it. Oh, it's no. time. I don't want to hear it. Oh, no. <laughs> Little Vinny? Are it's you saying kill Vinny, it? Vinny the Vinca? I, I'm saying pull it now. Cry once and have something else that's better. Uh, okay. Maybe a Snapdragon? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, we won't. And that'll last to probably the end of May, and then you can plant <laughs> Vinca. Again. Vinny again. Vinny. Vinny will be back. <laughs> Vinny's doing great. Not the orange ones. The orange ones are still struggling a little bit, but the uh, the red ones I was saying okay, right, uh, earlier. Well, the orange kind of struggled a little bit yesterday, but they came out with the with the win. <laughs> nice. Did they, uh, I had to sneak that in there somehow. That was good. Do you see little seed pods on Vinny? I will look. Where I'm the blooms sure. are. Okay, I'll and look they, for them. They're about an inch, inch and a half long, and they look like a green bean. They're small. They're smaller. Small. I didn't. I just drink. But uh, if they if they have those seed pods on there, watch watch them till they they're like blue bonnets. They turn orange, and then they turn brown. All right. And the brown when they turn brown, carefully remove them from the plant. Now they shoot the uh, seed. Do you remember who you're talking to? Oh yeah. I can wow. still listen. I can try. Uh, no, don't give up on me. <laughs> but little Vinny, uh, he, he wants to. He wants to perpetuate. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I will look for it. Then when the would I, I would plant them? The when would I plant them? Uh, next next spring. I'm uh, waiting. I'm waiting to hear what he tells you to do with the seed pod. Uh, <laughs> oh, I well, think. just uh, put them in a 
uh, uh, if they're brown, yeah, and completely dry, you can just put you know, them in a plastic bag. You know, we haven't so, uh, we haven't talked about uh, the paper talk, bag is better melted. Talked no, about the pansies. He doesn't like the paper bag because the seed gets caught underneath the thing. Well, if yeah. you have enough seed, then that's oh, okay, fine. We talked about <laughs> the pansies. It breathes and the plastic that's doesn't. Available. Oh, available. But the, the other thing I just noticed after I had filled my car up with plants, the uh, um, the viola, the viola, viola. Yeah, those little over there. dwarfs. Uh, they're they're ideal for those small containers that you have that you're hanging on the patio yeah. and everything. And you every have, color. Yeah. Do you have Johnny jump up yet, or are we calling that viola? Yes. <laughs> right there with the calendulas and the dusty miller, which you thought I didn't have. Okay. Good. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're pretty they're drought tolerant. Yeah, they can take uh, sun and they can, they survive very well in those small containers that all of us have on yeah. hanging on the patio. Hey, we got to take a break and get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More right after this on 930 a.m. The end. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're live at Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with literally hundreds of your friends who are out here doing some gardening and uh, walking amongst the butterflies. Calvin was pointing out more butterflies during the break, so it's like butterfly talk. Armadillo and butterfly talk here on 9.30 a.m., the answer. But there really are a lot. It's I mean, I'm, We need to get a cam, I'm telling you. So, anyway, what? Why you keep giving uh, I'm me that? Not, I'm just you give me that look. listening to all your wisdom. My rantings? <laughs> all right, 210. I think we well, need to get a cam. You Why do? don't you come in person and look at it? Uh, it's even better than I've still, camera. I've still got my little camera. Do you? That I used right here. You should set up? Okay. You should bring it. We'll set it up just one day. No. No? Okay. <laughs> How are we going to set it up way out there? I don't know. We can figure it, it out. It be hooked up for the computer. Oh, okay. It's not wireless? No. No. Uh, I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I'll take some video. All right, 210-308-8867. We'd love to hear what's going on in your gardening world, 210-308-8867. What else is going on, guys? Well. Yeah? Did you talk about Calvin's article yet? A little bit uh, about the wildflower seed, and there's still plenty of blue bonnets in Yeah, yeah in, unbelievable. In <laughs> and uh, that's that, all they got, I think. Yeah, and... Uh, if you're if you're looking for some, take advantage of that because they're hard to find. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jerry's uh, Jerry's uh, been on top of the uh, the industry and collecting, and and uh, this is really unusual that, that there's such a, a bunch of the seeds. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. Have, have we seen any? Have any. we seen any germinating yet? No. Huh. Too dry. Oh, that interior. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty hot. The. Uh, Oh, there's a, a pipe vine swallowtail there. Oh. With the blue. Look at, look at the blue glow. There. The one's coming at us? Yeah. yeah. Seems got, angry. It's got a little pipe sticking at us. I know. Fire I've never seen a butterfly smoke a pipe before. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I was looking. <laughs> you know, we, things 
we're going to have to change a little bit because of this dry, hot, dry weather that we've had. And uh, Neil, bless his heart, sometimes used old, old questions and answers or old, old uh, hints, old topics. And so in his newsletter this last week, uh, he says he got something, something out of the old extension stuff. It says, for trees and shrubs, plant trees and shrubs. Fall planting gives them months to establish new roots before summer. That's an old, you know, fall is for planting thing. Not this year. I don't think so. Unless you're willing to water the hell out of them. Uh, and, of course, we, we may have solved the problem by all this torrential rain we're going to get uh, tonight. and uh, Up to a quarter yeah. inch. We'll, we'll, we'll Up have passed the, the challenging <laughs> fall. Yeah. As of yesterday, the uh, forecast was after 1 o'clock. That, that changed, so I don't think it's going to rain after yeah. 1. <laughs> the oh. cloud does not look fierce. No. <laughs> but you say they're predicting up a quarter of an inch? Anywhere from a tenth to a quarter of an inch. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So you mean if some of us are lucky, we'd get a tenth. Last week uh -huh. at this time it was one point one point five inches. Yeah, right. Wow, yeah. was it really? No. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. then it went quickly down to point six. <laughs> that, and re remember what we said: if it's not an inch or over, that's not a significant yeah, rainfall. Keep 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 to your watering plans that you've been doing. Yeah. South of us, yeah, and I think east of us, they're gonna the, the, that front may be sliding that direction. Oh, is that what happened? It kind of well, but I but then you you mentioned the Dallas thing too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess I guess that is, Dallas is kind of e east of us. But uh, yeah, that'll be s s some people will uh, uh, b get more generous rains. You than mean we more will. than a tenth? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, don't be pessimistic. I'm not. Okay. I'm being realistic. Uh, realistic, we don't. We need optimism here. <laughs> we need hope. Okay, but then uh, look at Calvin's article uh, this week in the Garden, and uh, he he backs this up. Says the lack of rain means that newly planted, and even plants planted for several years need special watering attention to make sure their root ball receives enough moisture to survive. Amen and amen. Some plant species do not reveal that they're stressed until it's too late for them to survive. Irrigate newly planted trees and shrubs before they wilt. Uh, well, we've, we've just, just today and yesterday, we've seen this time and time again by our Gardeners, some of who experienced gardeners that have described their plants and, yeah. you know, why are they wilting? Why are they yeah. dropping leaves? And then then they explain to us, well, they, their sprinkler runs 10, ten minutes every <laughs> two days. Yeah. And, and like I said, I've, I've, uh, we've been writing about that for uh, over a month. And we've got on plantanswers.com in the, uh, uh, in the uh, topics of the month four 
four good articles about how to water and that you need to water any plants that are uh, less than, well, two years older or less. Now, so what does that mean for uh, fall planting? Well, they, uh, we've got a good, good selection of uh, trees and shrubs and things over here at Millburgers. But uh, so you can go ahead and get them now, but keep them in the containers until after the drought is broken. And just water them in the container just like we would here at the nursery. And how often do we water our three gallons here at the nursery? About every day. Every day. Yeah. And so you can you can do that. <laughs> you can do that more if they're still in containers. So put them on the side, a sunny side of the house, and uh, just water them in containers. So uh, and then after the if you do if you don't have soil don't don't have soil moisture. Uh, they're not going to establish new roots before summer because roots don't grow through concrete. They grow around concrete, but they will not grow through concrete. So, uh, and uh, that's why, and Dr. Stein's article on what is a significant rain uh, is on Plant Answers too. And you need to read that, especially the last paragraph. And uh, it's just, uh, unless we get an inch or more rain. So uh, anyway, Calvin nailed it. Good. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, Calvin, you got praise, and Neil, Neil got beat up again. Well, he just... <laughs> Well, I don't think they're in a bad uh, situation up there. Oh, up is that right? Dallas. Okay. And in yeah, Dal- Dallas has had some good, yeah, good greens. We're 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 right on there. I mean, we're in the target uh, now. It's uh, and it's spreading south. So um, uh, we're not out of the out of the woods yet. It is a little hard to believe that we are halfway through October, yeah. which is usually one of our rainiest months, which is where the fall comes from planting. October, usually that's when we've oh, had all the yeah. floods, hasn't it? Yeah. All of our right. floods came in October. But anyway. Okay. two one zero. We'll have to live with what we have. Yep. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And Kevin writes, irises do best when they are thinned out in the bed every four to five years. Allow 18 inches between the remaining plants and do not plant the replanted thin plants any deeper than with the rhizome top level with the soil surface. And I mentioned uh, that Tennessee is using using iris as a a wildflower on the sides of the uh, expressway. And they just throw them out on top of the ground. I mean, they don't cultivate or anything else. Well, that is, they've that, got some beautiful planting yeah, up there. That, that actually works uh, for the cemetery iris. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Even I, I, It's amazed me sometimes when the, you know, the deer go through and they, 
savage them, and then I don't get back to put them, re, replant them, but they, one off. root has found a way into the soil, and they're, they're, yeah, they're tough. They call them cemetery. That's why they call them cemetery. They come back from the dead. Like uh, Michael Jackson's song. Uh, anyway. And I don't know what that <laughs> meant. Anyway, keep going. Anyway, Calvin also mentioned use primula or cyclamen for sh- color in the shaded garden beds in the winter. Protect them from slugs and snails with a slug and snail bait. Have we had much discussion on snails and slugs now we damaging uh, severely damaging cyclamen? Not 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 as much cyclamen as uh, primula. Primula, yeah. Primula yeah. really get it. Now I've seen where where you see uh, the slugs and snails in this kind of weather <laughs> when you have like the cut flower garden yeah. and you water it generously mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by the the bare soil out there, but all those <laughs> those big uh, black slugs are there. You go. Really, every corner of the you know the railroad ties and everything. <laughs> well, they well, they want to get out of the heat. Yeah. And the, and they they got lush green plants in there too. <laughs> to feed on. Uh-huh. And then cover them with uh, uh, fabric when temperatures are expected to dip below twenty eight degrees. And uh, Neil makes a special thing. He says, uh, "Go ahead and uh, get your get your uh, get your uh, row cover or your yeah your uh, cover your cover fabric cover before you need it." That's a good idea to fit fit your bed and uh, figure out how you can. Uh, I'm bringing a BB gun next weekend. Stop it. <laughs> All right, we have James on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Uh, it's pretty dry out here. Oh, really? That's the only place that's dry, I think. You didn't get the rain? Yeah, yeah it's so dry, we're going to have to put... Uh, Flea and tick powder on the catfish, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and and you were talking about that uh, young man that uh, that's in the other chair, that uh, the, the other doctor that presents on the show. Right. Yes. They had a mention about his longevity earlier. Oh, that, that he had been here forever. Well, I heard that boy was a waiter uh, at the Last Supper. I, now, wait a minute. Does that make him old? Man. <laughs> well, if that's true, James, you're taking a big chance. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I hope the lightning get, doesn't is quick and easy on you. Yeah, I'm no young uh, spring chicken here. Hey, I got a question or a comment from you guys. The, okay. Your, your presenter was talking about drilling holes in the ground with an auger and a drill. <laughs> yeah. We've been using a five inch auger for about the last seven or eight years for transplanting one gallon uh transplants. Oh yeah. Oh, and it works like ninety you're not gonna be able to use it out in the yard, but in the garden where everything's nice and, you know, yeah. Ready to go. 
you can uh, you can go like ninety with that sucker, man. I mean, you can transplant gallon transplants as fast as you can move. Oh yeah, that's that's a good idea. Uh, when you mentioned that, I we had one of those. We were planting uh, the cit- uh, Mr. Moore's uh, citrus out in Uvalde. And we had an area next to the citrus we already had planted out there that hadn't been hadn't been uh, used in years, maybe 20 years. And so uh, we said, well, we're going to get one of those uh, tractor-driven uh, post hole diggers, and we'll, we'll knock this out in a hurry. We got that tractor with a post hole digger out there, and... Uh, <laughs> We it uh, tried to dig a hole, and it would only dig it about uh, four inches deep, and then it would just spin because it hadn't been watered. There was no moisture down there, and uh, I, I I used my I utilized my uh, massive bod, body to actually sit on top of the dig digger. That was going, trying to get into the soil, would not take, would not t- go any Make deeper. No difference, wow. With me sitting on there, so, so we had we had to give it up, and uh, uh, that next week, Doctor Stein flood irrigated it, and made all the difference in the mm. world. We could use that digger so just. So the water penetrated. Yeah, yeah, to that hard, and that's why I say. <laughs> By fall planting gives them months to establish new roots before summer. You just dig a hole <laughs> and put a potted plant in there, container plant in there, and uh, it's not going to penetrate those that hard soil. Because why does a why does a root grow the way it grows, Milton? It's looking for water. So James, was that your experience too, having a tough time? Well, yeah. If you're if you're digging in the garden, you're usually doing that around springtime, and usually, yeah. you know, the humidity's of the soil's pretty good. But right now, a lot of those soils you can't even drive a nail in. You know yeah, what I mean? That's right. That's right. That's where we are. So, I think those augers are sixty, seventy dollars, and they're about thirty inches tall. But uh, we share it between. I don't know three or four gardeners at transplant time and uh it uh it really i mean you can go down the line and you can transplant one gallons as fast as you can move it man it's it's pretty good stuff that's right it's a good idea so, oh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have some rain a multitude of uh rains uh, well, well Everybody's talking about the drought, but nobody's talking about this might be the first year in a three-year drought, you know. No, uh, get uh, out of here. <laughs> hang you, on. Yeah, you, and, you and Jerry need uh, to have a conversation <laughs> together. Yeah, you're all... <laughs> I'll give you a... <laughs> James. Sorry, James. You never Thanks, missed man. a water to a well runs dry. I tell you there you water. go. <laughs> well, remember, uh, the last drought was... Solved by a flood, okay. So all it all it takes is the right tropical storm to come up, come up the Rio Grande River, and uh, we'll be in business. Thank you, James. Thanks. You take care. Stay cool.
All right, 210-308-8867. we got to take a break. Trace, you just walked yeah. up. I know. <laughs> uh, your he timing does is that. Yeah. He does that on purpose. All right, we'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texans right here on 930 AM. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. Hey, Trace. Good afternoon, oh, I Good afternoon gentlemen. I got that right this time. Yeah, afternoon. you did. That's okay. <laughs> you know, you're pretty busy. That morning kind of runs into afternoon. We'll, we'll give you some, cut you some slack on that. Uh, hey. Are those tail star dianthus out there, the butterfly zone? I think they're all tail stars. Okay, good. And they're on sale. Four for five dollars. That's good. Yep. Regularly. So how much is that? And they're in four inch pots. And regularly at a dollar fifty nine. So that four for five dollars is dollar twenty five. Woo, look at you. We <laughs> Calvin did, we got did it. That just so he could do the math. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin got it well ago. Appreciate so you I. keeping him sharp. <laughs> and so uh uh, they're not on a deer resistant list, but uh, Trey says that the snapdragons are deer resistant. But um, I'm, I, I was telling Calvin about this earlier. So we have deer around here. Yeah. And that little set of businesses right over there, they have dianthus right out in front. Is that right? And they don't eat it. Now, I don't know if it's because it's by the road. Or take the flowers off? It seems to be blooming most of the time. I would think, I would think Dianthus would be good. I, I, e- either one of them, I think you need to use a little uh, in the garden. In the garden. I must garden. <laughs> I must garden. I must garden. <laughs> or liquid fence. Yeah. Well, uh, I just got. I got some. Uh, I, I'm gonna try snapdragons down south. Uh, and. Uh, Maybe I ought to get some dianthus. Are you going to buy those orange ones? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. The, uh, Milton, that was the most popular color this week. Is that right? Yeah. Orange was very popular after the OU game? Is that? I think so. Huh, how about that? I was going to get some uh, different color. Uh, it comes in yellow, too. But uh, get some of that uh, I must garden uh, deals of... Uh, they call it what do they call it? Deer deer proof or just deer resistant? Deer deer repellent. Deer repellent. And uh, they, I was reading them. I just bought a gallon of it or whatever it was. Uh, I I was noticing they're saying it it doesn't wash off uh, or it stays on there better than. Well, it certainly lingers. Yeah, it lingers. Yeah. And uh, really, it's nice when you uh, use it on your bouquets. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, it's worth. Uh, he got he got it in all sorts of sizes and area. That's because deer come in all sorts of sizes. Yeah, <laughs> and but uh, I mean, uh, spray uh, hose in, hose in sprayers and uh, all sorts of things. So uh, you could uh, put it on very easily. And uh, I I I got the uh, there's two two flavors like you were telling us uh, last weekend I think 
they come so you can switch 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 the fragrance they've got a mint and i think i got the herb or spice spice that's what i got <laughs> so it's kind of like a clovey smell oh, okay <laughs> it's like old spice you just yeah <laughs> yes uh, i'll just leave it at that yes okay but anyway uh <laughs> I think regardless that those snapdragons with those flowers held tight like that, they're going to be be uh, curiosity grazed by the deer. So uh, I think you for, for maybe a month, every four days, four or five days, you need to spray those those plants and uh, keep the deer away from doing the. Curiosity grazing. Uh, and again, it's called I Must Garden? I Must Garden. They're okay. Beautiful containers. Oh. Really. And then, then they've. Col- colorful. Colorful. I wouldn't say beautiful, but <laughs> they are colorful. They're colorful. And the. Uh, I think they. Is that put out by the same people as uh, Liquid Fence? Uh, not at all. Well, you know, they're side by side there, and as I remember, I just walked in this morning. All the deer repellents are together, that way they don't have to hunt around for them. There you go. Good idea. And there's a lot of them there to choose from. So, uh, and remember that the deer are suffering from this drought, too. So they're going to be, there's more pressure on the greenery. It surprises me that they, they haven't been as fierce uh, so far as uh, in past years. Yeah. So can I sell you a bag of uh, deer corn? <laughs> what, to feed them? Well, you feed them one spot since you say they're suffering so bad. Uh. And you spray your plants so that they don't eat your plants. You know, some some years Nandinas no, no, and Turks cap. Do you have deer corn? I guess is what I was getting at. Okay. <laughs> and hay. And well, hay. Well, I always put put the deer corn in the garage. Leave the door open. Do you leave the freezer door open, hoping he's going to jump yeah, in? Yeah, that's yeah. The, I'll feed him in the garage, in the garage, to a hunting season. It's like I have a heart trap. It uh-huh. just closes on them when they go into the freezer. <laughs> and the and the garage silences the shot. Uh, okay. And they're right there in the garage. That's nice. You can so hang garage is Jerry Parsons, <laughs> P-A-R-S-O-N-S. Yes, just you send can. directly. You'll find them on plantanswers.com. You can email them directly. Uh, we've got recipes. Okay. Well, All right. Anyway. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Lots of great things out here at Mill Burgers. We've got, I think, for another hour, we've got the, the uh, vehicle from the um, doing the screenings from the, and mammography from University Health. We've got the pumpkin patch. We've got the terror train running until 2 o'clock, so uh, come on out here. There's still plenty of time to, uh, to take part in all the things that are happening. On the weekend of the 29th and 30th, uh, two people will be here from the community. Millburgers will be having their annual Halloween celebration with the employee costume contest, the roasted corn, uh, the maize, and all the good stuff. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will be here for the blood drive. And the uh, folks from the uh, Lions Club will be here, too, on that, on that Saturday doing screenings uh, 
and uh, vision tests and stuff like that. But you can also bring old glasses and um, have donate them so to the Lions. Um, and they do a great job getting those out all over the world. Uh, so uh, that's that's one of their overall umbrella missions is uh, eyesight and stuff. So uh, check out com to learn more about all that. That's com. Okay. Uh, 210-308-8867. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh, we haven't mentioned that all ornamental grasses. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What? <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, okay. purple fountain grass. Okay is on sale now that's one of the prettiest grasses that's come around uh but uh, it's uh it's tender it's cold tender which is which is that uh, purple fountain grass purple fountain oh, yeah. grass but yeah. uh but it's not it's not very t- it's not real temperamental though you can just pull it pull it out and stick it in the greenhouse you don't really have no. to protect the roots too no. much and and then next spring yeah, it works pretty well. It'll come back. Uh, yeah, so it's easy to come. And while it's on sale, uh, I didn't write down what size containers or anything. But while it's on sale now, uh, and like I said, it's the prettiest of all the ornamental grasses. And the most mannerly. In other words, it doesn't go out of, out of bounds. It's in the number one pot. Oh, gallons. that's the one the uh, yeah. formerly known as the gallon. Yeah, seven eighty-eight or three for twenty-one, right? That's what you have. I, I yeah, <laughs> three for twenty-one, so seven dollars a piece. Look at you, Mister Math, <laughs> in my head. I, I know that. that's uh, no calculators or nothing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you might want to stock up on that since that's a, such a good price. And like like Calvin says, uh, they're not hard to take care of. You do it, probably the main problem you have is overwatering them, or you, you just want to keep them that uh, root ball moist but not wet. Yeah, and we want cold is the key. You you want to protect them from uh, freezing weather. Yeah. So that's that's. Uh, but uh, you can cut them back, I imagine. Maybe. Well. <laughs> I, uh, the be- I had the best luck by just pulling the root, the root unit out, and you you can cut it into four pieces if you want to. Oh, so, you divided yours. Yeah, and and uh, because every time I tried to uh, leave leave it out and just protect it other ways, uh, it was, didn't work. Huh? Didn't seem to work as well. No, you probably work at a garage. Put it in the garage. It worked. Yeah, garage. It doesn't. Uh, and I I I use the greenhouse, but uh, yeah, garage, uh, I know other gardeners they're, use. They're garage. not really growing. I mean, they're just a bit dormant. It just says just sitting there waiting for the spring. There you go. Takes off the minute you get it outside. That's a good grass. Now we had one. <laughs> you know, we made a one a Texas superstar, and that stupid thing. We we planted it out to test it. It we had to use a front-end loader to get that sucker out of the beds. Really? It was huge. Huh. I mean, huge. It was kind of pretty. Yeah. And not, it was too huge. I, I always appreciated the fact that all you had to do was stick the spade under it to yeah. get it propped up. Yeah, and, yeah. And then if it was <coughs> big like you were talking about, you, you could do that, cut it into four pieces. Yeah, or, yeah. Or two pieces. Well, they, div- they divide easily. 
210-308-8867. Yeah, a lot of people walking out of here with uh, citrus, yeah. citrus trees. Uh, and they've got uh, lemons and limes and more. But I don't think he, he he's having trouble getting satsumas, I think. Uh, so... And with the lemons and the limes, you're going to have to remember, you're going to have to protect them from uh, cold weather. Uh, But I think people get a kick out of doing that. Yeah. Oh, I know know that. (laughs) Yeah. They love those. Uh, Well, after the, after, I'll never forget after the hard freeze we had uh, that uh, killed most of the citrus. People were buying them and, oh, God, and yeah. buying them the next weekend. Yeah, it was because uh, they'd put their citrus, of course, here at Milberg's in the greenhouse. Yeah, they protected them. People were back the next weekend after theirs had died. Cape Kia. James is back on the line. We think so, or it's a different James. Let's find out now at 210 308 8867. James, what's going on? Hey, uh, Man, I almost did it again. Good afternoon. I'm going to say good morning. Hey, Stop it. I, got, I got two observations. I called yesterday on the squash, uh, the lime squash. That yeah, right. has a virus. Yeah. Well, I picked, I picked four or five that were, you know, time to pick size-wise. Okay. I uh, washed okay. them off with the garden hose and laid them on the edge of the patio, and I was going to bring them in, and I forgot. So when I got up this morning walking around, I, I couldn't find them. And uh, I found out that Labrador retrievers like fresh squash. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's partially, he's eating three and partially eating two because yeah. the remnants of two are right there where he likes to lay in the grass there at the edge well, of the they, patio. They're cheaper than dog food for sure. <laughs> yeah, and that's are good they? for You know, a lot of people give their dogs and pets uh, fruits and vegetables. Vegetables? Yeah, they. Huh. Okay, yeah. well, mine eats uh, a lot of leftovers and scraps, but never squash before, but at least mm-hmm. I know he likes squash. I was yeah. going to pull these plants up and put them in the trash because I don't have a compost pile no. um, right now, but uh, I'm wondering if I should just let them keep going for dog feed. There I don't know. There you go. That's the <laughs> way to do it. Okay. Second thing, when I walked by my chili piquin this morning, too, um, I noticed a bu- it's still in a container, and it's loaded, and the fruit just started turning red, orange-red this week, so I'm glad oh, about yeah. that. They're pretty. Yeah, they're they're hot, but they're good. Um, yeah. Billy, brought, dropping- Billy brought a branch of uh, some chili patines in, and they were yeah, all make- red. Yeah, I want to make some salsa this week. Um, there you go. Your lab didn't like yeah. that, right? Uh, no, he's not bothering them. But I noticed the droppings all around the container, and I so I knew what it was. But they're hard to find, so I found two of the green, big fat worms. What are those worms, incidentally? Those you usually see them on tomato plants. What are they called? Corn corn worms. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do they have that's a what horn, I, horn and worm? No, I, I didn't see the horns on either one. I picked two of them off of there actually, and I didn't oh, see well, horns. Oh yeah, they're, they're, what's the one that penetrates the? Uh, the, uh, Penetrates the f- fruit. The leaf, uh, okay. Well, My question yeah, is, there, there, there's the... several others. I, I know it's fun you're talking about, but tomato yeah. hornworms are the usual one. But there are there are several others. Yeah. Yeah, I think these were something else. They they're nasty looking anyway. But 
Anyway, I grabbed a nearby screwdriver from the table and was able to knock them off, and then I divided them with the, with my uh, hoe. So I got four four halves now. There you go. Um, go ahead and plant uh, What I want to know is, because um, okay. when I've had these show up before on other plants, uh, they get worse, and I, I don't want them on this pepper plant, but since I'm harvesting them now, I don't know if there's anything safe to put on there or just manually pluck the worms off as I well, find Well, you, you could spray it with any uh, BT product, uh, Bacillus thuringiensis, like right. uh, Solus thuricide and uh, uh, sure, I'm bi- familiar bi- with bi- that. biological worm control. Yeah. But I can and, I can do it now while I'm oh, picking yeah. the fruit? Yeah. Okay, that's what I wasn't sure about. Okay. A, see, that is only activated in the stomach of the worm. Which is alkaline, okay. and uh, and uh, our stomachs are acidic, or acid. So uh, theoretically, Milton could drink a cup of it, but, no. uh, and it would probably wouldn't hurt him. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably, the probably will get you. <laughs> okay. And All you right, know how it, you know you, you know how it kills them, don't you? No, uh, don't ask yeah, me. Yeah, I. I, I I, I know you had said many, many years ago what it does to them. <laughs> All right. Thanks, James. We are up against a break. Plugs them up a little bit. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Talk up. to you later. That's a good Bye-bye. way to put it. Plugs All right. them up. All right. Be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. Calvin's answering a question about uh, pecan trees. We'll deal with that when we get back on 930 AM, The Answer. to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Plenty of time to give us a call with uh, your gardening questions at 210-308-8867. And a reminder from the San Antonio Water System, we are in Stage 2 drought restrictions. And you can find out all that means uh, by going to saws.org forward slash stage 2. And uh, you'll find out uh, when you can water. Uh, to be uh, compliant with the restrictions, you'll find out uh, when you can water by hand. Uh, Calvin, you want a spoiler alert on that? When can they water by hand? They can water by hand anytime. Yep, sorry, your mic was down because you were helping that guy with the pecans. Yeah. You can water when? Anytime. That's right. Water by hand. And uh, you have, uh, if you're watering with a sprinkler, you water between 7 to 11 a.m. and 7 to 11 p.m. on your designated day. Uh, and that designated day can be Monday through Friday. Uh, so you find your day by going to saws.org forward slash uh, stage two. But do it because you want to be a good water steward. Keep us in uh, stage two and because you want to avoid uh, getting fined out there. Uh, so uh, don't get fined. They are doing more enforcement. Um, so um, just avoid that. And uh, more importantly, I think, just be a good water steward and uh, help us uh, to protect the pipes and uh, get us through this drought. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Plenty of time for calls. So I've learned that the, the fall asters, the bees like that, uh, we haven't seen many butterflies on that, have we? Uh, we've seen a few, but, yeah, oh, there's right. a little there's guy. more and more bees on there. Yeah. You know, and that, uh, the, it's a beautiful plant, and I, I really like it. 
Uh, the problem is the deer do eat that. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. So if you got, uh, you know, uh, we were talking a couple weeks ago about uh, oh the uh, what, what is the other plant that's uh, blooming now that has the the fragrance licorice fragrance. No, uh, it's got the yellow yellow blooms. Uh, uh, the the uh, marigold. The uh, uh, yes, the, which the native marigold. Um, but it, it it's got it's, it does a mounding just like the fall aster we're talking about, but it's got golden flowers, and the thing about it is it's got that distinctive uh, licorice uh, fragrance, and the deer do not eat that. So yeah. if you're lo- if you're looking for one, really seen some spectaculars on some of the sloped ground in my neighborhood where they people have planted them and did they, they don't. They only bloom for about three weeks in the fall, but they are—they take over the landscape. Your 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 uh, site uh, vistas uh, changes to include those mint marigolds. Oh, okay. And uh, that's and right. There and and if uh, fall uh, these fall asters too, if you're in an area where there there's not a lot of deer, they that's another plant that kind of takes over the scenery. Franco is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Franco, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh, doing fine, buddy. I've got a question about, um, I got some hostas. I got about mm, six or seven hostas, and uh, I thought it was in enough shade. I don't know. They uh, all started to crinkle. They did well for about, put them in about four or five months ago, and it was a shady area now. Um I know it could be one of the two things. All the leaves at the end of them are brown and crinkling up. Uh, I'm not getting any new growth on them. So I was wondering if it's too much sun or too much water. How can I tell the difference? Say again. Not enough water. Well, hostas. Hostas. Oh, hostas. Yeah. Are the snails leaving them alone? I think so. They're not eating holes in them? No, there are no holes in any of it because I bought some ah, slugs. Gosh, you're lucky. Oh, great, yeah. Yeah, slugs and snails really usually yeah, stun them. And the slug will work real well because uh, it eliminated them. You know, the first, I had one or two plants that had with them, and they all planted together. Uh, yeah. And uh, the slug will work, and, it, and uh, no, I don't have the holes. I just got the, and, you know, it's been going on two months now, month and a half, where the leaves just keep crinkling up and up, and, and I wonder if I'm, it's too much sun for them or I have them. How, yeah, that that could be a problem. And also, and, uh, how mu- uh, you're describing when it got extremely hot here yeah, and correct. and dry. Uh, how often did you water? Do you water them? I offered them pretty. Uh, I watered them pretty often, actually. Uh, but I tell you what happened is uh, there was an area where it was underneath a big oak tree, and then I had my oak tree, and it was nice and shady, and I think I screwed up and. They chopped too much of the tree off, and it got too much sunlight because it gets they, intense uh, from yeah. probably you know two to six, you know, that intense yeah. sunlight. Uh, so, but, and that even watered even more. So I said, well, maybe I'm not watering enough. But damn, you know, to water them for about a couple of weeks, I did every other day. Yeah, because uh, I was concerned about them, but they're still crinkling. They're still, I'm still losing them. Yeah, they savable. Uh, well, the the heat and the hot weather. Should be subsiding now, uh-huh. and uh, that that one, wonderful rain we're going to get tonight. 
Oh, yeah, the torrential. Yeah, right. Yeah, Whatever. torrential. Believe it uh, maybe even as much as a tenth. Damn, uh, maybe as much as a quarter. Uh, now, don't, don't a quarter? Be, yes. That's two tenths. Uh, it's more than two tenths. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's in the tenths. But anyway, uh, uh, the uh, I'd say it's a combination. You make sure... That you're watering them enough. You say you're watering them every other day. Well, but, you know, I would, especially them. You know, I mean, I have other plants that I have yeah. plants that I, you know, that I have to water. I don't have a choice. You know, and that one's at least three times a week, so it's almost every other day. Oh, okay. Well, during that hot, dry weather, they could have they could have dried out. I I just kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it if you overwatered them. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, yeah, it, I agree with you. I do. I mean, well, I thank you. Hmm. Would you like to come up here and do the radio show no. with me and agree with me most of the time? Yeah, no, your only job would be to, I agree with you, Jerry. He would, he would no, like that agree with you. No, I don't want to be like Milton. Hey. But anyway, uh, uh, like I said, uh, water, water them a little more often. Okay. Now that now that it's well, you may be able to keep the same watering regiment that, uh, yeah, that you had, it. and it'll I'm be it'll it'll be nice. I mean, it'll it'll it, it won't uh, uh, be a problem because the okay. weather's cooling. But uh, uh-huh. as far as uh, that's about the only thing I can think of that would do that. Uh, now yeah. now once a leaf is damaged. Uh, you oh. might as well cut it off or trim it back to trim the damage yeah. part off, because yeah, that's what uh, I did initially. Uh, yeah, I took yeah, yeah, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna get well, so to speak. Uh huh. Okay, so I'm gonna see if I can hang on. I got a bunch of them, and, uh, and you know they're not inexpensive, so they're probably one of my pricier plants. You know? Oh uh-huh. yeah. But uh, you, yeah, they were looking you, beautiful. Do you divide them and everything? Well, no, no, it's, it's first season. They've been in the ground now maybe oh. five months, maybe, four or five oh. months. Oh, okay. So that's that's definitely water. We agree yeah, with you, Franco. Oh, my goodness. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Bill. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I okay. Know. I hope uh, hope everything uh, stabilizes. So, hey, but look, I don't have to put any, um, you know, I got, I have liquid fertilizer and then I, I have, you know, the uh, solar leaf, you know. Yeah. I don't, should I add any of that? Would it help it or? I would before? use uh, I would use your uh, water soluble fertilizer to water okay. them. All right. Because it'd be easy to put that on when you water them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh huh. Don't. Okay. Uh, or you could use uh, has to grow or wish it would right. grow or maybe it'll I, grow. Yeah, I, I got the has to grow. There you go. It has to grow if you use has to grow. I mean, it has to, right? <laughs> Come on, man. It has to. All I'll right. Pay for it. It has to. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks, Franco. Thank you so much. Okay, Hi, Franco. Bye-bye. Call again. All right. 210-308-8867. We uh, just have a few minutes left. We might be able to sneak one more call in, but uh, we're... Five minutes. Yeah. You can do it. Uh, uh, Neil has a question in here. He says, between the drought and the brutal heat, we've been left with a lot of thatchy, dead areas in our St. Augustine. Mm. Me too. Yeah. 
what's the best way to deal with it? Should we rake it up, uh, and will it survive and grow, grow coming to it in the spring? Said said uh, you left out the ma- the source of majority of St. Augustine problems that I've observed across Texas: chinch bugs. Oh. <laughs> I'm they not moved sure in that's just true. Uh, they moved they moved in just as the heat and drought arise, so people forgot to check for them or hold them responsible. And there's nothing worse than a chinch bug that hadn't been held responsible. No, they're they don't go on a tear. They're, they're worse than teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> and armadillos. <laughs> yeah. The grass will grow back slowly if you opt to wait it out. But you can certainly speed it along if you dig and replant plugs from the healthier part of your yard. April would be the best time to do so. Uh, that lady that I talked to quite a bit yesterday has that situation, and I have that situation in the front yard. We were talking about uh, uh, just wait. Just, just wait. wait. She, was, she said, should I resod now? No. And uh, again, you're going to have to water that sucker. Yeah. Uh, normally, I'll wait for that torrential rain, four tenths. Normally, yeah. this would be a good time of the year. Oh, it'd be you, perfect. Yeah. But uh, I saw some people. So, skip. is there a different look between chinch bug damage and uh, drought damage? Uh, not really. Oh, uh, really? Well. Usually, the chinch bug deal is around. A really hot area around oh, sidewalks. Oh yeah, you always or, say around the sidewalks. Yeah, around the sidewalks. Yeah, sometimes the patterns are a little, di- a little di- different, though. Um, but I don't. I don't. I would probably disagree with Neil in thinking that, that the heat, the uh, dry <laughs> is is more. What did he just say? Dry is uh, Can you slap more him? Uh, more mm-hmm. of a can't reach him. A, co- a problem or a <laughs> cause than than chinch bugs. But yeah. chinch bugs are there. Yeah, and they they are in the the hot, hottest part. Some t- like ch- chinch bugs along sidewalks and everything where the the course that could be heat. That could be a hot and dry yeah. too. So yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk about the difference between sodding and and the little patches like Neil is talking about. Maybe next week we can. Talk about that because I've got areas like you say that have that still look fine. You know, it droops, and then I water it on my day Monday, and it perks <laughs> back up. And but there's some areas that just have gone completely brown. Well, that so, that that's why that test testing with watering, yeah, is mm-hmm. is the first step. All right. Well, hopefully okay. we'll get some rain. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm hoping. Leave Four your, Leave your windows down, Jerry. Also, if you'll take the truck and run it through a car wash. <laughs> What else can people do to make it rain? Uh, I think I think that's it. Is if that it, all the superstition? Yeah. They can't yeah. water their lawn because it's a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but it's supposed to come in tonight, right? Yeah, tonight. So we'll say goodbye for today. <laughs> uh, thanks for Chris doing a great job getting all the calls on the air. Lots of calls today, so thank you. And, of course, thank you uh, for listening. Don't forget to go to MillbergerNursery.com to learn about everything that's going on here at the nursery. That's MillbergerNursery.com. See you next week. On 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.